All right, do I have to do something with the mics or what happens now? Nope, it's recording. They just, they're yep. okay. So we're officially transitioning into the Pillow Talk Ask segment. The Pillow Talk. Trademark. <laughs> I'm renaming it. Okay, fine. It's after All right, so I guess this is the part where you get to say stuff. And you can just say stuff or ask stuff. I don't know. I don't care. I have a question. Yeah. What's your, why were base? They are called bases. Yeah. In Guadalajara? No, I did consider Guadalajara. Um, but actually, I went to Culiacan, Mexico, which is on the west coast. It's just a few hours from uh, Mazatlan, which people tend to know more yes. than Culiacan because it's the drug capital right. of Mexico. Yep. Well, I would just like to say something briefly. Um, I lived in a cult, and it was a fundamentalist Christian cult. I'm from Chicago, and we lived in a hotel across the street from the federal building in downtown Fargo. And it was a very destructive experience for me because, God forbid, I had ideas of my own. So the way that I survived was to read Dostoevsky and to listen to Joni Mitchell and to go to college and study philosophy and to work with migrant workers because I spoke Spanish during the summers. So I basically created my own life outside the hotel. Um, But I also was involved with YWAM. However, I was in Amsterdam and I found that I learned a very important thing that not everyone is like Americans. (laughs) There are people who are opposite of Americans and who care about the world and who read books <laughs> and who, who only like football with an F-U at the beginning. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so when I came back from Europe, which was just a really a watershed experience for me, um, I studied political science at the U. And one of the people we studied was Max Weber, who talks about the role of the charismatic leader in a society. And that's where I was able to doubt, seriously doubt, the cult and YWAM and what I would now call pop Christianity. And by what I would call the mercy of Christ, um, I, I feel that I, I can still believe in the Christ figure, but I completely separate him, him, her, I would say, from American Christianity because it's not based on Christian tradition. It's based on the capitalist economic system. And money comes first, and then Christ is another venue to become wealthy and have your own private jet in the name of God and to decimate other countries in the name of God. And so this is the first church, I mean, I'm 64 years old. This is the first church that I have felt comfortable in because I feel that there's a place for me, um, Jay and the rest of us, and there's only like five or six of us here. I mean, it's not, we're not a huge congregation, but we, we try to be authentic, and we offer, we offer solace and hope to each other. 
we can express when we're in the dark night of the soul and we can't even believe in God. Jay says that from our improvised pulpit many weeks. And so I feel like humanity is honored here. And so everyone is welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. I really, I really resonate with your story. And we probably know some of the same people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but Did you ever get to meet Lauren Cunningham? I never met him, but I was at conferences with him. Oh, okay. I got a picture with him. I tore it up. Go ahead. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know... No comment. Um, but... People that many of the people that were in the cult with me are now Trump supporters, and I I really struggle not to see them as not just the other but the other 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 yeah. Um, yeah. because I don't see them honoring any of Christ's words or teaching or his position in society or how he treated people. Um, but that's where Jay is helping us. He's talking about how do we unother the other yeah. and meet as human beings. And that's what, and this is not applying to you guys, but this is what I think we want to be as a, I don't know that we're even a church, we're a group of people. But I think we wanted to create a space where people can come and be who they are and be authentically human and connect. Yeah. And um, so, what is my point? You made beautiful points, but I'm try- I had this I had this, this final whole- point, okay. you know, kind of like you. <laughs> final point. But I, I guess what I'm saying is welcome. Um, whenever you like, come and um, please participate in after which is ironic <laughs> because this is where we all learn and support each other and find grace and mercy and truth in a blue world. So, thank you for coming. Thank you so much for bringing your friends. And, um, so, welcome. I've come more than twice, so I'm like an elder. <laughs> thank you for sharing Elderess. that. Elderess. <laughs> thank you for sharing that. What's up, Matt? Hey, Marie. Hey. I just wanted to, like, uh, just say thank you so much for sharing your story. Yeah. Uh, and I think you have a beautiful, not that you need my validation in any way, <laughs> but uh, I think it is good to uh, share the love with people um, when you recognize good things in them. Mm-hmm. And so I just think uh, you have a beautiful voice and a beautiful story, uh, That uh, and I appreciate your authenticity. And uh, we had a conversation like a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and it was really it was really neat. Because uh, I just contacted you kind of out of the blue and was like, hey, all this shit is happening and I want to talk to you about it. And mm-hmm. then I think at first I thought, oh, Marie can like download a lot of things, but it ended up me just like our journeys ended up kind of arriving in the same place completely parallel. Yeah. So, uh, but what you spoke about today, I think, is so important with uh, authenticity and also autonomy. Mm-hmm. Those two things combined. Uh, are just such a beautiful thing to, to have in your life yeah. uh, because then you can give up all that control of yourself and others yeah. um, and just be yourself and accept you know but for me it's uh, just the wonderful opportunity to be a conscious human being in the vast time and space of the universe 
is really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's like, wow, okay, I'm this really powerful being uh, that gets to participate in this thing. Uh, and so it's really, uh, I think everyone has, everyone that's human at least has that. And like you were saying too, the world itself and nature and that whole uh, cosmic experiment is really an incredible, incredible uh, thing that we get to uh, participate in. And so thanks for uh, modeling all of that in your life and sharing your story so others can, uh, can see kind of how to work through some of those things. Thank you. Appreciate the validation. I needed it. No. Just kidding, I didn't need it. Thank you. Though. Thank you. Anyone else have something to say on the pillow? Yeah. Hey, Sam. I really liked uh, what you talked about uh, chasing fear. I feel like I have a kind of similar process um, for me. Just you know, if, if I feel uncomfortable about something, I need to go investigate that. Yeah. But uh, I, I really like the uh, the approach that you've taken. It uh, I've learned some things, and you know, I feel like I'd like to incorporate some of that. Uh, myself, so. Cool. Yeah. Yay. Good job. That's cool. You, when are you going to the burlesque class? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, schedule that. Yeah, I mean, coming up here. Yeah. it's for everyone. It's kind of a joke and it's kind of not, right? Like, yeah. It's for everyone. Yeah. Um, anyone smoking a cigarette? Hey, hi there. Um, my name's Rachel, and I'm so glad I came today. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Very, very powerful to me to hear your story, and... Um, thank you. I don't have a whole lot to say about myself, but I just um, thank you, and I like your shirt a lot. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for coming. I'm glad that uh, it meant something for you. Caleb, do you have anything to say for yourself? Uh, <laughs> Are we still doing a podcast after this? Maybe, unless we're too tired. Okay, I can save it for that. But okay. I, I don't know. I think... A part of me, I, I'm really glad, again, I think all the members, members, quote-unquote, you know, that have reacted to you, it's been positive, and we're really glad that you're here, and I think it's important to not only build, like, I wish that we could have, you know, an, a, a Muslim speaker, you know, and a, maybe someone who we might call atheist, but has actually grown up without any sort of reference to theism. Yeah. You know, and I think it's it's great for people with religious trauma to have a voice, like you said, in, in a triggering environment. Yeah. You know, this is a triggering environment. You're on a stage. This is called church. You know, and and so I think I think what is happening here is really important. I will say slightly defensively that Bring it. that it. I think that there is there can be. I, I will say this for myself. Autonomy. Okay. <laughs> that I, I that for me there is value in the archetype. Of Christ, not historically, not not for salvation, not for threat, not for like like now I don't go to hell anymore. Yeah. But just in the archetype of a loving, selfless, uh, I don't know, a, a concept, a, a construct. Even uh, I, there's there's value in that to me, and I I've deconstructed, and I have been mad at church. I've been very very angry at a God that I. At a God that I thought didn't exist, and then at a God that I thought did exist, and then didn't, you know. And so that's that's a complex struggle. But I think what we're doing here is acknowledging this inherited religion, this yeah. you know, this inherited worldview. And I think it's really important to have a voice like yours that's that can be fully welcomed and, and fully uncensored in a space like this. Yeah. So. Yeah. Jay didn't believe me once. No. 
But I think that's because he was babysitting instead. <laughs> yeah, legit. Yeah, no, I don't mean to say that uh, nothing that Jesus ever said was not. Um, well, I never met the guy. You, you know, know what I mean? I never met the guy. I'm not even talking about the historical. Sure. You know, it's, it's an idea. Yeah. Like, I never yeah. met Jesus. Yeah. You know, but I've, no. met, I've met Jay, I've met Vicky, I've met, I've, I've met Kurt, I've met all my friends here. You know, I've, I've met this congregation that it's almost a, a humanist take on a church almost yeah. not yeah. quite but yeah yeah like that's we're here and we're helping each other a lot of us have have similar pasts and similar traumas and similar struggles Vicky gave me right here this morning and I was I was crying in her car talking about about my depression recently you know and so that's that's a real tangible thing I've never seen God but I've seen this church and that's important to me and I don't I don't, I don't really give Two fucks about I don't know, the kids are behind me now. So, about, about the historicity of this stuff. Yeah. Like this to me is real and very very important. Yeah. And so I think I'm being defensive maybe by saying that maybe a little bit. No, I think you're saying the same thing I am, right? Yeah, but yeah, th- I, this is such an important thing in my life. Mm-hmm. Is all I can say. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that to, to pitch it to somebody else. I'm not saying that to try to like save a soul or something mm-hmm. like that. But like this infrastructure I've inherited and I I've found a way to integrate it in my life and I appreciate that and I think this is a really yeah. this is important medium right yeah. yeah I honor that totally Yeah, yeah. I can see why it, it is so beneficial beneficial <laughs> beneficial thank you beneficial yes no I, I don't disagree with you at yeah, all yeah sure. yeah when I went on a rampage about like liking it because then I could yell at Jay that's not the only reason like <laughs> that's not the only reason like I'm kind of over that. I do see what you're. Yeah. I absolutely. See but it's having about. a space for yourself to yeah. kind of deconstruct or, recon- yeah. or and reconstruct. Yeah. You know your interaction with this thing called faith. Right. And uh, I I appreciate what you're saying, Caleb. Um, Thank you. Because I think and just when I look at human evolution and you know our evolution of our consciousness and how you know. Religion is really that first starting point for philosophy and figuring out how the fuck this world works. And none of us have arrived at those answers. Yeah. Um, and if you look at human history, the power of story and narrative is incredibly powerful. And so constructing um, our mythologies and our stories and our narratives that work for us and help us become healthy people are, are incredibly important in language, right? How we interact with each other, creating a, a framework. Um, and for us to share where we're at and processing, and if we have that authenticity and autonomy to have those discussions uh, in a safe way, I, uh, you know, to me, it's like you guys have created a place here where it, um, you, you're open and honest about where you are. You guys are all at mm-hmm. and what you're trying to do, and uh, you welcome others that are at different places. So that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Exactly. I do think, though, that part of deconstructing is um, realizing that you can't just take blanket terms and have them apply to concepts that other people are going to be able to intellectually understand that whole term. And I like the fact that we're sort of mishmashing, is this even a church what we're doing, or is it not a church? Or does it matter whether we make that determination or not? 
you know, is this a new form of authentic Christianity, or is this atheism, or, or is what we're doing uh, agnostic atheism, or is it something else that doesn't have a name yet? Don't really know. Does it need a name? Um, does it need a name? Um, Christ, is that a term that we should keep using, or cosmic Christ? Mm, not really sure. Uh, but the thing about it all is that all of this requires, instead of using labels, it requires communication, and it requires explanation, and it requires dialogue. And in sort of a Quaker-esque sort of way, I think that what we're doing here is allowing people to talk with one another and get beyond uh, labels or um, isms and get to uh, authentic relationships and communication. And I think that's what we're all craving, is to be heard and to hear other people without filters and without sound bites and to actually um, experience other people and experience ourselves. And that, I think, is what makes me keep them. And, and, um, and yeah, I think another concept is that uh, I feel like background that I grew up in, and perhaps you guys as well, uh, sort of was an appeal to uh, our ego, is that we're right, uh, we need to get other people to realize that we're right, yeah. um, we're, our uh, ego isn't going to ever die, it's going to live forever, um, we can expand beyond our bodies, uh, and it seems like in order to have these dialogues and to get past these labels, uh, there is a requirement that one's ego needs to be decreased yeah. in order to experience other people, to experience the other. Maybe realize there is no other because this ego thing is just made up and it's in our mind. And um, it seems like you're on the path of the death of the ego. And, and maybe that's another label that I'm bringing up that needs to be talked about a bunch. No, I know what you mean, though. But, uh, but yeah, it's cool to see people willing to uh, engage in that path. And so thanks for coming and sharing your story and look forward to continuing the conversation. Thanks, dude. Hey, and one of the other things I've found here that's made me feel comfortable coming is that I've heard everybody normally comes talk at some point about how they feel broken. You know, um, and I certainly feel broken. I'm currently in out an outpatient hospital program. I haven't worked since May. And so I think we all have that understanding that we're all I won't say sick, but in some way wounded. And how do we how do we find some type of consolation and hope? Amen. Now we need to trigger anyone. Maybe the altar call. The altar call. Hey, that's an altar. Done. <laughs> Like jokes are the best today. It's the best. Cool. So I think we're done, right? Yeah? Yay, me! I'm going to applaud me. Good job. Goodbye, microphone.
That was a post-Christian podcast.